Let's get started. I'm Joe. I'm Brian, and we are Where's the Rulebook Podcast. We're going to bring you a weekly board game podcast for your lunch break, daily commute, or any other time of the day. For season two, we are changing the format. Instead of focusing on one game and going over the rules to play it, we will have a theme or specific game. We'll discuss our opinions, any cool features, some rulings, and any other thoughts that may come up. And because of popular demand throughout last season, we're going to start ranking the games that we talk about. But we have created a custom scale. We didn't want to do a 1 to 10 or anything. So we have our highest being leave it on the table to the lowest being a hard pass. But we'll go over all five options uh, every week we talk about them. And for today's game, we have Flamecraft on the table. A fairly new game. Uh, it was, what, shipped around July of this year, I believe, of 2022. Yep, it was a Kickstarter. Kickstarter game sold over 30,000 copies on Kickstarter. I don't know if they're selling any yet post-Kickstarter. Only pre-ordered. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I know it's pre-order right now. Um, so on their website, you can pre-order it. Um, they don't have any. They said Q4 of this year, which is ending very quickly, um, being that we only have a few weeks left of Q4. So I'm not sure if they're going to have some out before the holidays, but... Um, I also don't know if they sold any post Kickstarter or if it's always been pre-ordered, but Kickstarter has been weird with all of the COVID pandemics. Cause like I've had pretty good luck with board games and I know people have had in general have backed stuff that never mm-hmm. came to any practical actual items. Board games I've been pretty lucky with. I, we've talked about it. I kind of stay with like companies I know. If they have a track record. Absolutely. But like, <laughs> I feel like in general, everything's really slowed down during covid and oh, like for sure games will show up that i'm like oh i backed that like two years ago and totally forgot about it exactly <laughs> and like we'll, we'll look at verdant yeah uh verdant's a great example that i backed it and it came after the retail release. a decent amount after retail can find it which i thought was also interesting but uh i i, I just think it's how it is yeah you still, I still got all the kickstarting exclusives. Yeah, exactly. There are there are some benefits, but I mean there are there could be some risks for sure. Um, this one, however, obviously made it to the table. One of the things that we did before this season even started was we made like a big list of all the games we wanted to cover, and we've kind of changed our mind a little bit. And we're just gonna play. We're gonna cover the games that we're personally playing. So this one wasn't on our list to start the season. But it has found our table a decent amount of times recently. So we said, let's talk about it. Really quite simple, but fun, colorful, and some really nice components and some nice things that we haven't really seen in a game, I don't think. A lot of new new, new mechanisms or new ways to do mechanisms, I guess. What I like about Flamecraft so far, the worker placement mechanic. Yeah. Because this is a worker placement game hand management game end game scoring but when it comes to the board game realm when we talk about the worker placement mechanic just by itself generally they're pretty complicated you have to pretty much min max your turn and know exactly yeah. what you're doing this is the absolute best example i've ever seen of an entry level it really is there. it's like you have one type of worker. Yep. And you, you, yeah, you have one dragon, and you are moving them in, in around the town and, you know, doing things on your turn with them. You don't have, you know, multiple types 
of workers. You don't have multiple even of the worker. It's like it's you have one and you get to move it and you get to do something. And there's only two things. Gather yeah. or enchant. And that's it. Yeah. And what's uh let's first just talk about what's like in the box and what we find when we first, you know, open it up and you know what we all do when we first get that that mail item. Well, in Flamecraft, we are all playing as flame keepers. We're skilled in the art of conversing with dragons and we're basically working to place dragons around our town in different homes and different shops to create goods. Yeah. But going back to what's in the box, we hey, have you the find these nice color colored dragon tokens. They're like meeples, but they're dragons. They're big. They're bigger than normal meeples for sure. They're all the same, just different color. I would have liked how many players? Uh, five. Okay. Five. Yeah. No, it's five. Why is there six? Yeah, there's six player tokens. It must be. Uh, maybe that's the Kickstarter. I don't know. But I've only ever played this up to four. Yeah, I've so. only ever played. Yeah, but yeah, it's weird that it comes with six. There's eight player aids. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. Well, either way, you get yeah, your your dragon meeple. Your they're different aid. colors, but they're all the same design. I would have loved to see different designs for each of the dragons because you just choose red or orange or whatever. But that's fine. And then you get all of the they're like goods, I guess. Yeah. Um, you get all your goods, um, but there then you also six goods. You also get the what we keep our score with. Oh yeah, the, the, the same the same the hearts the same yeah. color as Each your dragon has a heart. Um, and it has a heart, and so you have the six of those for the five players, I guess. The who goes first is really weird. I feel like I don't know if that's official. Did we not actually find it? He did. I that, could not find. Did it. we just have someone make that up? I might be blind. Take this with a grain of salt, but our friend has showed us that you put all of the hearts in your hand, you shake it like you shake it, dice. and then you let one fall out, and that's the first player. Is that the right way? I don't know. It's a weird rule, but like, at least there is one, I guess. If it, if it is one, it's a weird, uh, but it is what it is. And you get a really nice town map. It's a rollout. It's the highlight of this board. Yeah. It's not it, a board. It, yeah. It's a playmat, and it's it's beautiful. It is. It's well-colored. It's well-made, and it rolls out. It's pretty... It's a decent size. Like, it's probably... Three I didn't measure it, one? but it's, it's probably, yeah, three feet, I would assume. I would say it's about three feet. But, yeah, really nice-looking uh, mat, and that's what all you, what you're playing on, pretty much. So. How you keep score. Um, yep, there's a scoring track on there. There's spots for all the different things that we haven't even talked about with the different types of dragons. And yep. There's the fancy 20, dragons. There's and... 28 shops plus yep. the six starting shops. Oh, yeah. So I, I didn't realize that was that many because you only ever see like, I think like six. Yeah, I mean, more. it depends on how many people you play with, with how many you can see. But I think you only actually play with six plus ten. So that just helps the replayability is that you can, that's what, I mean, that's, might not even yeah. see all 10 of those but then you also only play with 10 not all 28 and then you have again like you said your dragons which there are just like the six good six unique dragons yep and then you have uh your bonus cards the fancy dragons you have enchantments for the shops and then finally you have companion cards for yeah. each player if you so choose to use them yeah the companion cards are optional uh, but they're they're kind of cool they're just like a one-time use type of thing could be anything um like some of them might be like get an extra coin or yeah 
after using a shop ability, you may use it a second time, stuff like that. You just, at one point throughout the game, you decide to use your companion as like a, a bonus. But the player aid cards are real nice. I, they're quality. Easy to look at. They're colorful. They're, I feel like they're well laid out. I mean, we played, I think, with two because we, you know, there was enough to have us each having two of them. So we had to flip them over, but they are two sided. But they, yeah. But there's two things I like about these player aids. One, the one side says what you can do in your turn. Yep. The other side is says these are what all the goods do, like all the different shops. Yeah. And the bottom, it just tells you what the different. Yeah, it's more of a dictionary more yeah, than anything. It's a cheat sheet, but you'd think it'd be long. No, each one of these symbols has like a couple words. Yeah. Yeah, the longest word. The longest one is maybe the plant dragon feature, which is like, you know, you gift a good Six. to two other, and it's like, yeah, it's not even a full <laughs> sentence, probably. But yeah, definitely not a very long, but it's enough you know exactly what and it I is. And I love they use the symbols. So like instead of saying the word heart, it's just a picture of a like a, a picture of Valentine heart. red heart. Yeah. Or the picture of the dragon instead of it spelling out dragon, which makes it just that much shorter to look at and Simple. that's used throughout the whole game, like the little picture of the dragon. So as soon as you know that that means dragon, which is pretty clear, it makes sense. It's but. even the back of the cards. Yeah. It just I love it because if you're playing with a younger audience right i know this game is probably like what 10 and up i'm assuming yeah it's 10 and up i think you could play with younger i think so it it is a such a simple concept that makes this a fantastic family game even friends i mean we're not kids none of us have kids but i think i thought i had a lot of fun playing it yeah it's a lot of fun just uh you know like we said it's kind of a pretty simple mechanics but you know the way they do it is kind of cool. There is some stuff I wish was different, which we'll talk about, but there are some, I think there are some exploits and I've, I've noticed now doing it, uh, playing this game a couple of times you've seen last time when we played, I, I think I found some exploits that kind of snowball. Yeah. You, I mean, some of it is a lot of it is with the, which ones are they? The ones, the sun and moon, uh, cards like you like if you get lucky enough you can you know have a lot of those that really kind of snowball into additional points mine when we played the last time I had only sun ones that only you know that only happens during the game and they weren't that good <laughs> and like you were like oh here's another 10 points here's another 10 points here's another 10 points I'm like oh okay I got two points <laughs> so I guess before we dive into those let's the gameplay. Gameplay simple. You have your board. You unroll the mat. Yep. You put your six shops that start out there. Six shops with their six little starting dragons. And then you you start at the start. First player goes first. And the gameplay is literally take your dragon, put it to a shop, do one of two things, and your turn. Yeah. Those two <laughs> things either being you can gather, which you are going to gain the goods i guess from the dragon or the items from the dragons you get all the stuff from the shops and dragons yep. there. um and then you can place a dragon in the shop um yep. and then there might be ways to place them in other shops depending on what you're doing and then you can fire one of the dragons uh which means you can that's when you use the ability I'll on the dragon. the dragon that's in the shop already um and then you may use a shop ability. Some like none of the basic ones have shop abilities, but some of the shops will have like a big line of text saying like 
place a dragon in and in, in a town and gain four points. Yeah. So you would be able to use that once during your turn too. Because each each shop has a space for three dragons. Yes. One taken immediately by the starting dragon. Well, on the yeah, on the six starting on shops. The starting ones. There's one taken, so there's only two left. On, on a new shop, you don't put a dragon no. in it right away. But if you if you put a dragon on that shop and it's the last one, you get to unlock a new shop. Yes. But it's for the next player. Yeah. Which I do like. I do like that. But yeah, there's no dragons there, and technically no one is there yet. But yeah, they you unlock a new shop. You put it. There's a bunch of spots on the map. It doesn't matter where they go on the map on the on the game map. Yeah, it just goes. It just goes in any of the spots. I think I don't know. It's kind of weird. They go wherever they want, but they don't. Eh. Doesn't matter. It just seems a little weird to me. It's like, oh, just put it here because I want to. <laughs> Why not? You're but opening up a new shop. But yeah, all the all the dragons, like you said, there's six different kinds, and they all provide you know a resource like the the piece of bread with some butter on it or some iron. And then, like we said, we go you go to the shop, that same icon's in the top left of the shop icon, and then any of the dragons have the, their type of icon. Yep. So you might get two pieces of bread and, and iron, or, I mean... It could be any combination. Any combination. What dragon goes there. Yeah. And then when you place a dragon, it tells you, like, what kind of dragon's allowed to go in certain spots. Yep. So you might only be able to play an iron dragon in in that spot but you also can place a dragon in any of the three spots that are open yep you don't have to place them in order uh, which i thought one of the times that we played recently you didn't you thought you had to go from left to right yeah i think that was just me being absent-minded but yeah you can choose any of them and there's i mean there's not they're not better they don't get better they have different rewards they have different rewards but they don't get it's not like the right one is always the best reward or no it's it's random but there also is a like a little star icon which is any like a wild. wild yeah and it's colorful yeah so you can put any type of dragon there then you get that reward but, but yeah but that's that's the first thing you go you get goods you can put a dragon in that shop and then you can do one of the dragon's effects yep I'm not gonna list them all out they're each of them are each of them are different they're unique and they're on the back of the player guide yeah so each of them are different but they're all the same which i thought was a little weird that's one of the things i thought was strange like so every crystal dragon has the gain three oh, different yeah. goods. Like so yeah, there's six different types of dragons, but Each every type of dragon type of dragon is the <laughs> same resource or same items. What I thought was weird. I would have I would have liked to see a few options. Like ha- have the crystal dragons all be like similar, like different goods, but have one give you one good and have one give you five goods or something. I think that would be a fun little I, I I wish there were advanced dragons. Yeah. Something that was like a, an, an evolution. Yep. But I think it's cute. That'd be cool. Like if you could, like a crystal, you could put a, another crystal dragon maybe on top of a crystal dragon and now it like it's upgrades like, it. You get six goods instead of three. Yeah. Six might be too powerful, but <laughs> you would get something. Like that'd be kind of a cool feature instead of adding. But a, a cute little thing about the game too that uh, that I like is all the dragons all different yeah that's, like that's art, why i was the art. the art is all different that's why i and really was the thinking names. they should have different abilities because the names are different but and the art is different but then the they put a lot of work in the this. abilities are all the same which all I the shops art is different and they all have really funny names yeah they're yeah it's really cool i just wish there was a little bit a little bit more when it comes to some of the dragons for sure 
like what's that one called saving throw saving throw <laughs> yeah it, they all have and they're all like unique to the shop i i think that the passion is definitely here but i i think that the advancements and the changes if you want to make might have set this game above yeah but i think it would have cut off all the people it was marketed to I, yeah i don't know i don't think so I think you could have added a, like a level two version or an upgrade mechanic that wouldn't have made this game difficult. Okay. Like you could play it, even if it was just to play a second crystal dragon on top of a crystal and you get four goods instead of three or something. Like just something that you have an option, like other than do I place a dragon or do I not place a dragon? It could be, oh, should I upgrade a dragon? Cause then like when you go there, you'd get more goods. Cause they're, you know, the dragon's worth two crystals now or whatever. I think, I think mm -hmm. that could have been a big, I don't know. I think that could have been a big change. Cause this, this game, not to spoil the end, it's a very fun game. I don't plan on buying this game personally. Well, we'll, we'll get So there. like, I think uh, there could be a lot of things that could have changed to make that a little different for sure. And I don't think it would change the complexity that much or the timing. Like it's a 60 minute game in all of our games. I think it was like 55, 65 and like 50, like they're all right there. They're very accurate in their time. And I don't think that any of these would change that too. Maybe they're, maybe it's a 70 minute game or something, but not a whole lot. Well, we can, I'll, I'll discuss my thoughts a little bit closer to the end when I tell you my prediction or my uh, score. <laughs> what are you predicting? I'm predicting that my score would be <laughs> no. Uh, so other than gather, you get enchant. This is something that happens after a few turns when you've gotten a lot of goods. There are enchantment cards that yep. are in the middle of the board. It's like a shop. There's 36 of them, but then there's two. There's a difficult and an easy version of those. Yep. There's so like I think a there's purple back and gold back of each type yeah and there's like four five showing i believe four or five Does that change with the number of, that might change with the number of players so don't quote us on that one but they're they're really easy they all have symbols of yep. the goods in the front you pay those symbols coins being a wild you can use it for any and then you just get that enchantment and it goes to whatever shop you're at yep. and now it's enchanted which means you get to basically fire up every dragon there as a bonus yep so you want to once you have enough goods go to a shop that maybe is full of dragons to then enchant it enchant it yeah and you get to use all the dragons effects but enchantments themselves have a lot of bonuses so like on the bottom of every enchantment it'll say what the reward is yeah maybe you get Parts points and coins. a dragon card yeah. or depending on how many sets you turn in, you might get more, more and more points, stuff like that. And this is the game. <laughs> you go back and forth and you do one thing every turn and the game's over when the deck you draw dragons from is out. Yeah, the artisan dragon, the normal dragon. The normal dragons. Because there are fancy dragons, which we haven't talked too much about yet. Those are the, um, the, the sun and moon. Yep, the sun and moon. So that deck, cards. if that runs out, you keep playing. I'd, we have not seen that happen. No, there's the possible. same number in both. There's 36 artisan dragons and 36 fancy. But yeah, we have not seen the artisan, the fancy dragons run out for sure. I guess we'll talk about the fancy dragons real quick. They're, yeah, they're just bonus cards. Yeah, they're just bonus. And, and they're either two different times you can play them. Yep. Depending on they have either a sun icon or a night or moon icon. Yep. 
and sun is you can use it anytime once to basically get that score not quite anytime it has to be during the game during the game yeah. well because like the moon is after the game yeah moon is end of game yeah. scoring yeah so the sun's even if you have it in your hand still in it you could play it for like because i had some that was like play when you are in a town with three dragons or whatever you couldn't use it i mean if it wasn't if it's not during the game you can't do those during end of game scoring well but pretty close to any time and then the moon yeah like we said is end, end of game scoring so and there are some there's a hand limit so we're drawing dragons throughout we've mentioned like maybe some of the enchantment cards tell you to draw a dragon mm -hmm. uh, some of the dragons themselves tell you to draw dragons um, so at the end of your turn you might have to, if you have more than six dragons you have to discard I don't think that's ever happened in our games no um, but it has the other one has happened there's also a limit to resources or goods as they call them um, you only can have seven of each type. Yep. Um, so not seven total, but seven pieces of bread with butter on it. <laughs> um, stuff like that. So that one I have seen. I have ran into that being like, oh, get three resources. I'm like, I already have seven. I can't get any of those. And you'd think it'd be hard, but there are some shops that just say get seven of one. Yeah. <laughs> and you're <Yeah>. like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not too I hard. At first, five. I was like, seven. Why does that matter? Like, no one's ever going to have seven of the same resources. By the end of the game, I had like, I had seven or like three of them. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that hard, especially when you like enchant a shop yeah. and fire up three dragons and they're all diamonds and now you have nine <laughs> resources. But, uh,. Uh, I mean, as far as gameplay goes, that might be our shortest segment, because that's it. Your turn is literally, you take your worker, you put it on a shop, you do either the gathering or the enchanting, yep. and you end your turn yeah. after you do those effects. Yeah, uh, players, one of the one of the goods that you kind of mentioned with the coins being a, a wild good. Yeah. Um, at the end of the game, coins are worth points, but yeah. goods are not. Uh, so that would be the only other... There's no there's no point to collect seven goods of each type unless you have, you know, coins. And then you're like, okay, now I have bonus points at the end of the game. Uh, two important rulings for anyone looking to play this game. You cannot go to the same shop twice. Correct. You have to physically go to a new another shop. Another shop. And players can't go to the same shop as another player unless yeah. they pay the current player or players there a good. Yep. Good of their choice. So any good that they have they give it to them uh, we've always played nice when we've done it like when you've been to a shop that i've been in and i have seven irons i give you, you like else. don't give me an iron it's technically not in the rule book that you like eh, we're not really vindictive yeah <laughs> evil at least not in this for sure <laughs> uh but yeah so technically any good you choose but yeah you have to give a good to any of the other players that are in that shop first and I mean, there are reasons to go to the same shop that, you know, some of them are fantastic, really good dragons and you want to enchant it or whatever. So there are reasons to go there. But yeah, there's you have to pay a little bit of a a fee, I guess. But yeah, those are really the only two rules. But yeah, the, you have to go somewhere different. Mm -hmm. You can't stay at your shop. And then and there's no interaction between players other, other than, than giving that good. There's a few cards that say like. They're other players can come in yeah or give goods to another player but yeah they're not there's not a whole lot of interaction there's no negative there's definitely no negative interaction yeah there's a positive game for sure yeah there's no negative interaction between players but there are some that you can there's not even negative cards actually there's nothing in this game that's bad 
Like when yeah. I say bad, I mean like there's hurtful. no there's no like you have to discard tokens or yeah there's no discard dragons or lose turns or, lose. or discard and, cards yeah and everything's optional. So like even when it says like gift a good, you don't have to. It's like if you do, you get this. Well, if you choose to fire up that dragon, that would if you would choose to fire it up, then you couldn't just not do part of it. I feel like, but like when you. When you enchant, you can fire up any of the dragons you want. Yeah. But if you go to a shop, oh, yeah, you may fire up. So you exactly. just wouldn't fire up that dragon. That's the yeah. thing is like. It's, if you fire it up, you would have to do what the whole card says, but you could but then you just wouldn't do it. fire it up. Because yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't make any of it. Yeah. I, I, that's the thing is I, when it comes, going back to the beginning discussion of the work, uh, the worker placement. There are that is such an important mechanic when you get into the next level of like an intermediate, I would say, level board game. Uh, Everdell, it's a great example. I think Everdell is a very nice game. That's the in between. It's like the game after this, right? It might be like two after this. Uh, okay, I, I, w <laughs> I would get it. It's it's right there, where it's I think just on the cusp of an intermediate level game. Yeah. Um. But when it comes to the workplace management, like that's that's its own game. And we can go even further to like Dino World, which I put that at like expert tier. Yeah, it's one of my favorite <laughs> game like mechanics. I, I love I do love worker placements and makes you think. Yeah, and it's they're entertaining. Yep. There's you it usually doesn't have like a, a kick out a player type of mechanic, which I don't always love games that, you know, make a player stop playing right. until the end. I mean, I want to win like we've talked about, but I don't want to make people like, oh, you sit and watch us for the next hour. What I like about uh, worker placement mechanics is it creates a dynamic where not everyone's doing the same thing. Yep, exactly. And you, you, no one's going to have this. Like, there are so many games where you just end up everyone's doing the same thing. Yep. And the results are very slightly different. Sure. Yeah, I feel like worker placement does have the like the uniqueness like you can especially when you start having multiple workers like you might send one there and oh, one yeah. there or like make that person farm instead of fight or whatever like there's a lot and, of options when you get to it and i think yeah. it's, i think they're cool i really like them and generally when you get into more advanced games you get more and more workers yeah. that's the whole point is you start off weak and you grow and you get stronger yeah a lot of the worker placements will kind of fall into like that engine building yeah. also because you yeah you gain more as you play cards or do whatever like you your workers will multiply but this you don't you yeah. stay with one the whole time and i i think that's a really strong benefit of this game that i will give it kudos for if you are teaching a significant other or someone who's younger and you want them to get into those games, I think that this is a really good start. It's rare. It's it's hard to find a game where like there's a, a worker placement mechanic like this and it's not overly complicated. Yeah, or that like with this, I feel like the strategy doesn't get overly complicated either. Like, mm -hmm. that's the thing with worker placement. It's like it start, they all start off easy, but then yeah. like a few turns in, you're like, oh crap, that person now has like eight turns to my one because yeah. I don't have any more workers. Like, and you, you feel like you sometimes you do kind of get out of the, uh, 
the game pretty quick because you have no other options kind of stuff. But yeah. Everdell's a good example of that. Where Everdell, start... I feel like, struggles with not having enough like places to go that are equal. That and like I want more turn. Like I just want more. Like on the first two turns when you only have two of your little oh, icons yeah. to put out, you're like, I'm I done. feel like I'm doing nothing. And then like the last turn takes an hour. An and you're just like, what is happening? And you have like, I have so many things I can do. Yeah. And you're just going nonstop. Yeah, I would love there to chaining and be more in the beginning of that game for sure. That is the ultimate rev up. Like just this Dino World's another one, which we've not talked about, but we've played and I want to yeah. play more of. Dino it, World is a lot of fun. It starts off so simple of like, oh, this is easy. We got this to like this in, insane park of dinosaurs and mechanics and places and DNA. And we're yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that <laughs> was a three hours. Yeah, that I would say that's a two plus hour game easily. And granted, we were learning it as we were playing it. But yeah, even the box, I think that one says 120 plus oh. when you play it. And it it is but there was a simpler version of that game yeah also so you could dino land that island park island right i don't remember yeah well they're made by the exact same people one's i think an island or a one's world. land That's and one and the more difficult one is world so rounding back to this did you there's not much to go on when it comes to like our thoughts that we kind of already haven't expressed. However, on the you, thoughts of the game, you mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. We've kind of gone through it mostly as we've been talking. Yeah. But I want to know, like, when you played, did you just kind of mindlessly play, like, have fun, or do you do like anything specific? So I got really unlucky when we've played, and I've pretty much have only ever got the Sun Fancy Dragons. And I like they're sung, like they're still good, and like I was right there every time at the end, and then like all of the other moon dragons started happening, and I'm like, oh, I didn't ever even see a moon dragon, and like all those secret points come through. I, yeah, I felt like I just kind of, I felt like I didn't enchant very much, mm -hmm. especially with three players when we played it. I was like, I'm gonna go enchant that one. Like I have everything for it. It matches one that has more than one dragon on it because I don't want to enchant something that only has one dragon. And then, like, you would do it if the turn before me. Okay, like, <laughs> well, I'm not going to enchant that one anymore because now I don't have the resources for that next enchantment. And I know that's like how it always works out. Like, in any game, sure, it's sure. always like, oh, you just did exactly what I wanted to do. But I felt like that often in this one. <laughs> I don't know why. But I'm like, I'm going to enchant. I have everything for this, you know, the leaf enchantment. It's a good, like, it's points and a dragon card and then it'd be gone and then like all the other ones were iron out there and the iron one had no dragons in it I'm like well i could t i could spend three turns go there place a dragon leave come back and then enchant it but, like that's such a long weird game that <laughs> it's hard to plan that too so i felt like the enchantment cards i didn't do much of i wanted to i actually think we should have probably played the difficult enchantments yeah. instead of the easy ones i think that would have changed a lot i thought we did this time but we checked and yeah as we looked after like wait we played with those ones and that says easy <laughs> and like as we were talking a little bit ago with like the upgraded dragons they could have done the exact same thing they did for the enchantment cards it's true have 36 dragons for basic have 36 Advanced, advanced dragon. dragon cards that maybe have different abilities or something. 
you can buy them and then you get a special ability when played or something. Yeah, something like that. Like they they did it part for part of the way, but not for the dragons, which is weird. Because I feel like they could have easily done an artisan dragon with a different color back, same number, and just have those ones. I mean, there's still only six types, and I don't know, thirty six and six. That's what seven. <laughs> so there's you can think of seven different resource options like. Give one resource away or give two resources away. Gain one just heart instead of two hearts. the same thing, just add a number or something. Yeah. I feel like they could have easily have done that. And maybe they will in the future, but... But yeah, now looking at the rule book, it is really weird that you get seven companion cards, even though it's only playable to five. You get eight player aids. Eight, There's know. six player tokens, but it's one to five players. There's Variety. definitely some weirdness in the... Uh, it, it's interesting, though, because in I the feel content, like a lot but... of those costs could have been... Cut. But like 28 shops when you only play with 10 could have had 30 shops because then you would the board, have I three mean, the board have places for the four player game because in the four yeah. player game you go up to 14 but the board only has 12. only has 12 right yeah so you just like place them off to the side which is also kind of weird i don't know but then the like it has really like it has a spot for the dragon cards and like at like a field that the dragons are in before you grab them which is kind of cool because like as you draw dragons you either can draw one of the face up ones or a random from the top of the pile but again when all the dragons are the same it's like i just don't it, there's no reason and that's one of my gripes is there's no reason to have the face up dragons i always just take a random one yeah there there is it no reason it never changes ups. my turn i mean the only time i'd be like okay that town i want to play either the meat or the leaf dragon so i can get three victory points but like I guess that's the only time they really matter is like when you want to play it in a town. What I have found so far after playing this a couple times, because I played this more than you. Yeah, you've played it a few more times than I have. Is I think you have the wingspan mentality where the bonus cards matter a lot. I never looked at my bonus cards till almost the end of the game. <laughs> Didn't even know if they were sun or moons. Yeah, I don't think I cared about the bonuses much. I just, I felt like I didn't have enough to do. Uh, and I think part of it was the, like I like the enchantments. Like, I feel like as soon as I had one planned out, the one of you two would do it. And I'm like, okay, well, great. Now that it, enchantment's gone. It, it comes with having the option to be flexible. And that's just like any game, right? But you got stuck because... I noticed this after a few games. The six dragons, the diamond is is by far the best. When you land on this diamond and you get the diamond dragon's ability, it says gain three different goods. So yeah. you get one of three goods. You do that twice, I can basically enchant already. Yep. So what I end up usually doing is I will, on my first turn, I'll just go to the diamond shop, place a dragon there, the dragon ability could be whatever and then i get three goods yep next turn i go to a different shop hopefully there's a diamond there i play it it just escalates and i'm already enchanting and the once you unlock the advanced shops or the better ones their effects blow all the starters oh, out yeah, of the water for sure you're never going back and and I feel like we didn't do... So in the book, it tells you a way to build the shop deck, which we didn't do any of the times that we've played. No, we just and I feel like we maybe should have. I think to make it fair? No, balanced. I think it, it makes it 
think it just makes it there's more like, i think it, it better spreads out the options i think not all iron so it says sort the shop cards into piles based on the icons in the top corner make one pile for each good type and then a seventh for all the other icons which are going to be the, the wilds and stuff and then place all of them seven seven face down and you draw one from each good shop and then four from the separate shops and that's the 10 that you play with compared to just i think we had like so many iron shops and i feel like we just never needed that. <laughs> like i don't know even even still i I don't know. It wouldn't have changed the game, but it would have... Given it variety. Given it variety, for sure. Because I feel like we all were doing... I feel like we were all doing the same yeah. shops. and Because one of them was great. It was like, get one of every good. Yeah. Just going there. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> I know like our, the friend, the one that, who owns this game we played with, We, me and you kept moving dragons around he kept going to the same one but he like he kept trying to get he had a certain thing he was trying to do and every time we moved a dragon from a different shop to that shop and he like couldn't do it until like the very last turn then he was finally able to complete whatever little yeah. side mission he had which was kind of funny because neither one of us had anything to we didn't care what the dragons nope. were we just needed dragons and shops we didn't yep. care what they were butts and seats is that what they call it <laughs> <laughs> i was Swapping dragons every every time. Yeah. Because I was just like, I just want the one ability. Yeah. I want the one. Yeah. I was just trying to move abilities so the next time, my next turn, I could go somewhere that I could have that same ability again. That's, I mean, that's, that's essentially the game. And there's a solo mode. I don't really want to talk about it because it's, you're basically playing yourself. And it looks like you just get scores based on how well you did. Yeah. You set it up as like a standard three player game. So I think you like kind of are moving two dummy players around it sounded like i i don't like games like this where you're just kind of playing yourself i like it when there's like a computer aspect wingspan does this fantastic yeah. where i've not really seen it kind of i'm trying to think of another game that did it as well i feel like the tiny epic series does it really they well do it really well all of them do don't they but yeah, I feel like a lot of times they just put like a scoring mechanism, like oh, you are a shopkeeper or a flame keeper or a master of flame, depending on how many points you get. It's like it's fine, but it doesn't give me a whole lot of motivation to do it. I'm not gonna blame myself. <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no like I'm not fighting for anything. I'm just I'm just trying to get points. Yeah, there's not much more to go off of. The rule book's fantastic. It's very colorful. I like that there's different sections and they're all colored and they all have labels at the top i've noticed this more recently that more games are doing this yeah i do really like that and i know dino world did a really good job yep. with that rule book and i appreciate it it is nice because then you like what's the if you're looking for a certain thing for like you just want to know about chanting you can like easily find it because it's big and purple Boom. right across the top of the page easy to find i yeah the, the rule book is laid out very well it is very pretty the game itself is very pretty i uh, the cards are nice. The box is weird. It's got yeah. It's weird that it's it like doesn't. It's, I like that the playmat. It's has organized, a spot. but not organized at all. So it's kind of strange. It, because like things like this, right? Like the towns. Where do they go? Yeah, they're like too big for any of the spots that are made in the box. And then like you have like if you want to put sleeves, which he did. He sleeved all these dragons. It's like they don't fit anymore. Yeah, they don't fit really in the them. spot. Yeah, so the box, like, they tried, but, like, they didn't, it was weird. 
but like the art on the box like it's wrapped around and it's super nice too and the inside too yeah the, the game is very fun I just wanted more from it sure. I guess but I think as far as quality goes like you're not getting like a rip off when you buy this even at full price you get you get what you pay for which is yeah, it's Great. 40 bucks MSRP, which is insane. It definitely is, you know, a lower price tag, especially for, you know, the board games and stuff that we've talked about and that we play. And I guess that maybe that's part of it is like, you know, the $30 are that entry-ish level. But yeah. Final thoughts. Uh, I we've already kind of gone through it, but essentially I, I think this is a great starting game. I think that if you have uh, kids, and they're, I would say eight. Yeah, I think I think eight would be able to eight play this. Eight and above. Uh, teenagers will be hard pressed to play it because it's just that. Yeah, I feel like it's either it like looks kiddish. Eight to like thirteen, yeah. and then again once you grow up. <laughs> then again once you're thirty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it, it's fun. However, that all being said, at my current level. I know myself, I probably wouldn't buy it. Yeah, and even not at my level. I feel like this is very much one that I would say let a friend buy it. That's what I'm, yeah. I'm also going to say. This is like, my let a friend buy it. I know I personally am not going to get it because someone we know owns it. And I feel like they're, even though that, like like we said, it's kind of a base. I mean, I still own Ticket to Ride. Like, it's, yeah, you don't I get do much too. more basic than that. And, like, I still bought that game. Yeah, I've um, on a ticket and Dominion and all the standards. Yeah, and so this is one that I feel like does fall into that. Like, even though it is brand new, I do believe that, like, I think this worker placement, it yep. definitely is going to be that one of those standard games going forward. But I don't plan on getting it. I, I will definitely think about it because like, it was a lot of fun, like I said if they start doing something with like advanced dragons and like having different options, then I would definitely think about it for it, sure. Even if they raise the price on it to do like a, I, I'd expansion. be interested if they released a different like version, this is called Flamecraft and it's a town, but if they did like Flamecraft world or city and yeah. it's a little more developed and themed a little older, I'd be very interested in yeah. seeing it. I, I do like the art and the theme because I feel like it reminds me of like the is it Disney Pixar the How to Train Your Dragon no that's uh, Universal is it Universal Universal it reminds me like the artwork looks yeah, like Dreamworks. How to Train Your Dreamworks Dreamworks yep oh right. got there <laughs> it looks like that like it, the like the bubbly dragon heads and stuff it just makes me really think of how to, and I love it how is to how to, actually yeah you got a point don't you <laughs> I I love that those movies and like I I think the art and those are fantastic and this makes me feel that way um, and it and like yeah it's it's hard because this is a, this is one of the first ones where I know for me it, it's not it's not a bad game I actually had we had like you said I had a lot of fun and it's just hard because. It has the same feeling as when we play a game like Catan, Ticket yeah. to Ride, where I'm like, this is a good game. I would just want it to have more. And I know what they could have done to be better. And Yeah, I feel like they could have. There's little things. A lot of times I feel like when we think of like how games could change, we're always like, well, yeah, I guess you could do this one little thing. But like, we're not we're not game designers. We don't know. Maybe they wanted it this way. And but like, I feel like this one, like it's obvious pretty obvious on ways that they could have changed and like maybe you get 
a second token halfway through the game like as you like once you play your fifth dragon like you get a second token and that could like the game's fast though an hour getting a second one i mean you're you're talking about cutting this in half yeah maybe not i don't know like because you wouldn't be able maybe you like wouldn't be able to place a dragon but you'd like get the resource i don't know i feel like there would be ways and you're adding my pages to the rule book which is fine (laughs) they did a good job organizing it so i think they could add a few pages how many are in there now 18 not that many not too many with the with the index and it has like it literally spells out every dragon type and what they do in every shop and every you don't companion. need to list out every shop and every companion in the room like I guess it is half it is nice that it's there but you don't need it in there either that's uh that's flamecraft yeah absolutely um i think it like we said they have a lot of really nice pieces really nice artwork really nice components in the box but it is very much kind of an entry-level game but definitely something that you know i will be watching lucky duck games and see what else they come out with because oh, yeah for sure i'm open it's up solid um and so when i see that very distinct logo i might be like oh i remember playing flamecraft and it was good what else is it it's a very unique logo for yeah. what the game is that duck has teeth <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like i'm talking like sharp teeth yeah is that what you expect yeah, definitely not a normal looking duck but i mean it definitely stands out and it's unique i'll give them that yeah it'll make me remember it for sure but and like we said uh going forward we're gonna try and change up our schedule a little bit and you'll probably get a lot more recent games yeah i think so uh hopefully we i mean we will be playing stuff that's a little bit more available than yeah like this one because that's you can't really get this it's and the other ones what was the last few we did like stardew valley good stardew luck valley that. yeah good luck finding those ones and stuff so <laughs> i mean that's gonna be the only downfalls that we try to find new games and we start playing them so it might be kind of hard to get some of them but we'll we'll talk about them we're still gonna do like the themed episodes oh, and stuff like that too so you'll still get those every few um but yeah so absolutely uh, and i don't think there's anything much more i have for, for no look forward to next time we play a game that's really easy to get uh pokemon master train 1995 <laughs> we are not covering that next. <laughs> not wor- listeners do not worry it's only 300 dollars. we're eBay. not gonna make anyone listen to pokemon master <laughs> trainer because no one wants to you you joke but i guarantee one day if we ever get invited to like what are they called uh like magfest or whatever sure. those cons yeah and they're gonna be like why don't you guys review Pokemon? No, no one, no one's <laughs> ever gonna ask that. There's a there's a crowd, and they're gonna be the ones that go to the. <laughs> You'll see. That's it. You can find our page on Instagram at Instagram.com/slash/WhereIsTheRulebook, or email us at WhereIsTheRulebook at gmail.com. And don't forget to like or subscribe on however you're listening to us today. Give us any sort of ranking, any words in there help us. And we'll stick with a really basic question, I feel like. It has nothing to do with this game, but since it's uh, it's Christmas here for us and holiday season, um, we're going to stick with that same. I think we kind of asked it last time, but the same question is, you know, what game are you hoping to unwrap this holiday season? Or tell us what you had for lunch or dinner. I don't care. Joe doesn't care. We're going to look at them. We're going to laugh. But if you put something in there, it helps us in the rankings so other people find us. Uh, and like I mentioned a little bit ago, uh, this episode and all of season two will be sponsored by Lantern Games, a local game store in Traverse City, Michigan. They do have an amazing website. They do ship 
uh, for lantern.games is their website, which is super cool. It's not a .com. I think it's really cool. It's a .games. Also from their website, or if you go into the store, if you use the discount code RULEBOOK, you will receive 10% off, and that includes online purchases or, like I said, in-store purchases. So you can check out their website. You can uh, get a game sent to you or some magic cards or whatever else you might be looking for, and you get to save 10% by using the discount code RULEBOOK. Uh, but I think all of these games that we've talked about, all the games that we're going to talk about, are owned by either Joe or myself or, in many cases, both of us. Uh, so they're not sponsored game reviews or anything. And last but not least, huge shout out to John Ransom for making our theme song. And if you liked our theme song as much as we both do, check out Jack Pine uh, for more music where John is slapping bass for them. Um, and check out their newest album, Embers, on Spotify streaming today. Thanks for playing.